Welcome to this episode of Hip Hop History. Normally, this would be a beef episode, but E40 doesn't have that many beefs on wax. So instead, we're going to do a different series of owners and CEOs. This week, Marion Q. Knight Jr., who was born on April 19, 1965 in Compton, California. The youngest of three siblings, he received the nickname Suge, short for Sugar Bear, from his father, who was a singer. The young Knight also, like his dad, was a noted football player who went on to earn an athletic scholarship to the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, where he excelled academically. Knight played briefly as a defensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams before working as a bodyguard, with one of his clients being singer Bobby Brown, who also assisted him in making the inroads into the music business. He started his own publishing company by the late 80s and had songs that were that were reputedly used by Vanilla Ice for his album To The Extreme, released in 1990, with the rapper later signing over royalties to Knight in the infamous Balcony meeting. Knight eventually co-launched Death Row Records via Time Warner's Interscope imprint with the rapper and producer Dr. Dre, who released his top-selling album The Chronic in 1992, with additional blockbusters like Snoop Dogg's 1993 album Doggy Style and the 1994 Above the Rim soundtrack. Death Row became a major force in the West Coast and in just hip-hop in general on the 90s charts. Outside of the music industry, Knight was involved in a car hydraulics business and opened the Vegas Night Club, the Vegas Night Spot Club 662. He was noted for his charity to local California communities as well. Yet much speculation and controversy followed Death Row, with investigations led by police around the label's involvement in racketeering, gang, and drug-related activities. Knight himself had been placed on probation multiple times with charges that included weapons possession, assault and attempted murder, and allegations circulating that he used intimidation to secure deals. Outcry about the violent and misogynistic content of much of the label's song content, including criticism from C. Dolores Tucker, head of the National Political Congress of Black Women, who scolded both Snoop Dogg and Tupac. Most of their high-profile artists spoke out against the hate of their lyrics, including Tupac and Snoop Dogg. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to that ad. Now back to the show. After having bail paid by Knight, Tupac Shakur signed with Death Row in the mid-1990s, subsequently releasing All Eyes on Me in 1996. Later that year, he was riding in a vehicle driven by Knight when Shakur was shot September 7, 1996, with Shakur later dying from his injuries. Earlier in that evening, Knight and Tupac had been involved in a videotape melee at the MGM Grand and Suge had thus violated his probation stipulations, receiving a jail sentence of nine years and serving from 1996 to 2001. Upon his release from prison, Knight relaunched his label using the moniker The Row, later Death Row's Back, but, re- but received more jail time for violating parole in 2003. Knight later filed for bankruptcy protection in 2006 after a court ruling where he was to make a multi-million dollar payment to a producer who asserted she was the key player in establishing Death Row. The label was ultimately sold in 2008 and Knight subsequently faced more court charges ranging from possession of marijuana to theft. In January 2015, Knight was involved in a hit and run in Compton, California in which Terry Carter was killed and another man, Clay Bone Sloan was injured. Carter was known to be friends with Knight, but witnesses at the scene said Knight had been arguing with the men on the set of the film Straight Out Compton and followed them to a burger stand where the collision occurred. Witnesses believed Knight's intention was to kill Carter and Sloan. Knight turned himself in and has been in jail ever since the event. In August 2017, Knight was indicted for threatening the life of Straight Out of Compton director F. Gary Gray, whose portrayal of Knight was negative. In October 2018, Knight was sentenced to 28 years in prison for the hit and run incident. Following his 2015 arrest, Knight has experienced various health problems reportedly being hospitalized for blindness and in 2017 blood clots. His health issues prevented him from attending some of his court hearings. The 90s was dominated by very few owners. Suge Knight may have been the second most recognizable owner behind the one that was all in the videos, all on the records. Suge was a large intimidating man. He had a roster of artists that were ruling the airways. Dr. Dre was creating classic timeless music. Snoop was using the production to do the same. Tupac was and is an icon who was taken too soon. The list of artists and producers do not end there. 
Check out Season 1, Episode 30 for a deep dive into Death Row as a label. Season 2, Episode 4, 5, and 6 on episodes involving Snoop. Shook was a mastermind of chaos. He ruled his label and those around him with an iron fist. Every artist eventually fled the label under one condition or another, but he is responsible for bringing them all together in the first place and set a tone for what the West Coast was about. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. Thank you and have a great day.